It's yes. November 11th. Just November 11th. Just to orient us. Didn't we just start this like yesterday? Yeah, yeah we've we've taken the world through uh we picked we started in a pandemic. Now we've we've ushered the world through a uh, possible cure or vaccine yeah. <laughs> this week. Um, yeah, that was uh that was pretty uh, pretty great announcement. So let's see uh let's see where that all ends up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's quite emotional, isn't it? Um, it it's kind of it's gonna it rebalance the world's gonna rebalance again through a, in a critical election uh, this yeah, weekend. I'm I'm, in, I'm, in emo- I'm in emotional tatters. <laughs> <I'm> emotional tatters. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like daily ups and downs. I wake up to some crazy ass news. Uh, I go to sleep to some crazy ass news, but I think we all do, right? Um, but, you know, I'm going to try something because we're almost at 150 subscribers to our YouTube channel. Woohoo! So before, you know, I do it at the end, but like, um, you know, as you're listening, people, right, or watching, right. hit that subscribe button because there's more of this craziness <laughs> in a good way coming. Right, um, right. And then maybe like a couple of shameless plugs before we let our guest in who is anxiously waiting already. Uh, yeah, so first of all, tomorrow is kicking off Frontiers Health, um, and I'm actually pretty eager to participate. Uh, looks like a great session. Our friends, Roberto, who has been on the show, um, is, is kicking, the, kicking it off. We've, we've picked, we just picked up a couple of tickets, so we're looking forward oh. to it. And, you know, awesome. Supporting the cause. Awesome. Um, and then, of course, a, a shameless plug, right the week after... Uh, even though your coach is not a uh, event company whatsoever, but we decided to share out to all the health coaching community. Uh, we're doing a global health and well-being uh, symposium. So just in the beginning, uh, you know, a little any any shameless plugs for you, Jim? I don't know. I'm good this week. I'm good this week. I can't. I promise um, myself all day long. This is what the one is. <laughs> The uh, just one final thing before we let uh, this awesome gentleman in. Um, you saw uh, Matthew Holt, I think, uh, tagged us on Twitter, Megaphone, which I'll, I'll explain for you. Probably don't even know what the hell it is. Got no, acquired no. by Spotify. So I'll okay. tell you, Jim and Dan yeah. Kendall, walk me through this. Every okay. podcast has its own space. Megaphone is one of those platforms. And basically all the podcasts that we publish, I know this is like, you know, you just jump on and talk, right? <laughs> I actually get some work done behind the scenes on this. <laughs> so anyway, they acquired a platform, uh, so Spotify. So we're next. And that was, um, you know, Matthew's comment, uh, did we come with Megaphone as a purchase? And unfortunately, the answer is no. Right, right, right. Anywho, um, I'm, let's invite U- Unity Stokes, so co-founder of Startup Health, a great friend from good old New York days. And, um, you know, let's, uh, I'm, I'm adding him in. Here we like, go. Actually, Unity is the reason I'm wearing a jacket today, because I was thinking he's always so slickly uh, dressed. So I think I'd probably put a coat on. Oh, Unity. Are you hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's funny because I didn't wear a jacket today. So now I, I should have. I'm, I'm underdressed. How you doing? I'm doing nice do much better. It's 8 p.m. And um, I know Unity is way too early for you to drink, but I'm... I'm I have a smoothie, a green smoothie. Nice. I'm doing I got, yeah. a little vermouth, Spanish style. So cheers. Cheers. Good to, cheers. Good to finally have you on this. Let's see. Yeah. 
what's the expression whiskey whiskey versus scotch scotch so people know you're drunk not stupid <laughs> so great well, to see unity it's great to be here I, I love the show you guys uh Keep, keep it real every week and, and have a lot of fun while you do so. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah. You know? So I, I think of Unity as like one of the, he's one of the, like we had some, we've, we've got some, the kind of founders or granddaddies of the whole digital health scene, not to age you, but I, I, that's how I, that's how I think of you. This is how many years you've been digital healthing? Um, 15. Um, so, so my business partner, Steve, and I launched the first digital doctor's office a company called Organized Wisdom that goes back 14, 15 years. And yeah, uh, that's probably Eugene when we first started running our city together. So Jim just aged us all, right? Um, so I remember like the Esther Dyson days. I think she was one of the early investors in Organized Wisdom, right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. First investor in organized wisdom, uh, and and yeah, there was this early crew. I think you know there was companies like Vitals, Zocdoc, right. Twenty Three and Me. Uh, there was just a few companies all kind of emerging around the same time. And then of course the Help Two O conference, um, yeah. the Help Two O meetups. Uh, you know, so so just. You know, you're taking us back to to the good old days that were so much so much fun, dude. I I for some reason I don't you know I, I actually don't remember much. If you ask my family, it's like I don't remember what the hell happened yesterday, right? Um, but there's certain moments, um, and I just remember it was I think it was a PR Newswire's office, like one of the New York City Health 2.0, and you were kind of like a little bit on the outside, and I'm like, well, so, so what's up? What's and you're like? Oh, you know, we're thinking about like this is when you gave me a little bit of the startup health, like as you were hovering around there. Like yeah. I just remember that moment, um, which was just yeah. And those were that was like pre we work days where like right. we were all trying to find locations to host events or meetups or like, hey, where can we all get together? It was like and I remember the, the PR Newswire office, it had like one of the only conference rooms in the city where they would like share it. I don't know if, if you negotiated that, Eugene, or- Yeah, it was um, uh, Sandy at the time, Asolini. Um, I, I went to executive MBA with her and she was working PR and uh, Newswire and like, hey, use the space. I'm like, awesome, All right? All of a sudden but we can fit was, like-, like these awesome pitches, like three, four companies would just get up and pitch their, their kind of beta version of whatever we were doing. I think I, I demoed the organized wisdom, wisdom Dr. card there. Dr. Uh, Chrono was born, you know, Dr. as a pitch Chrono. that went off too. So man, we're, we're really aging ourselves. What was organized wisdom? Was a, what, what was it? It was a digital doctor's office. Um, and we, what we would do is really make it easy for really physicians to organize all the credible online information that they wanted to share with their patients. Okay. Uh, and it was about 15 years too early. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's just catching up right now today, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was a great, great experience and actually Startup Health was born out of uh, 
out of organized wisdom and the same team and same backers, same investors and stuff. So it's yeah. been really, I, I don't think we would have been able to create Startup Health without that experience as being health tech innovators and entrepreneurs and going through all those struggles in those early, early days. Um, you know, so. I mean, we're, we're all founders here, right? And I think, um, you know, if, if you think about how we got, this craziness started is um, honestly just to keep our mental health, right? Um, it was, you know, Jim dragged me out to do this, um, you know, from kind of under a pile of shit and then I'm dragging <laughs> him every week, every other week, whatever, right? Um, so, and, and this is what I actually loved. I remember, uh, I think you or Steve for the first time I heard like around batteries included in the founders where you got need the energy um, to right. drive. But also taking a break, right, um, is super important. So I, I do want to touch on kind of your your methodology or mentality at Startup Health and what you guys are urging, because this is so important. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, every founder knows the, the excruciating, lonely, long journey, um, the roller coaster, the ups and downs that happen not only every week, but every day and sometimes 10 times throughout the day. Um, so one of the things we, we preach is this concept of batteries included and, and how important it is um, to surround yourself with batteries included people, people that, you know, there's people like they walk into a room and they either bring energy with them or they drain energy out of the room. It's, it's like a binary. I, I, before right. that, I used to call it faucets and drains. There's like two <laughs> types of people in the world. There's, there's faucets and drains. And it, batteries included is, is really about that. And if your mindset is, is constantly being filled up with other batteries included people on your team, right. uh, your family, your relationships around you, your business customers and partners, then it makes that struggle and that journey manageable. But if you're constantly being nibbled at and drained and punched and beaten up with a baseball bat every day, like, like entrepreneurs are, and basically told no a thousand times in a row every single day, um, it's just so hard. It's, it's really hard. So we, we really um, preach batteries included. Um, we also, one of the things we talk about is the importance of taking time off. Right. Most entrepreneurs think it's a great thing to work seven days a week, 365, or many entrepreneurs think it's just the more you work, the better it is. But we try to take weekends off and, and sleep and, and <laughs> rejuvenate and, and yeah. recharge the batteries if, you know, you know, uh, it, it's interesting because like I, I got a comment the other day is like, you're doing so much stuff, right? And I'm like, actually, no, I'm like, my focus is on your coach and the other little things that I do like this. And, and I don't mean to belittle us, Jim, by the way, don't but, belittle us. <laughs> I, you know, this is just fun and it takes you out. And this is again for mental health, right? Like the, yeah. the book writing, it's, it's, it's for mental health. Like it's a hobby. Right. Um, yeah. And so just because I'm out there talking about it, that doesn't mean that it's work, right? People, I think also confuse work with fun. 
sometimes, yeah, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, like my my wife gets so frustrated because, well, frustrated with me for a lot of reasons, but but she gets frustrated <laughs> because, well, I did lose you guys. It, she gets frustrated because I just have a blast doing what I do, right? Like, so I get energy in or even like, like I'm saying, oh, I got to go talk to Eugene for shot of digital health. And she's like, you know, what are you doing? You know, what's the... Oh. I'm going to have to have a conversation with Emmy then. <laughs> no, she, she just thinks I'm hanging with my friends or she thinks I'm doing it. I'm like, I totally am, but I've somehow made that work, you know, like, you know, so it's a bit of like, cause it keeps me fresh. Um, but I have to ask you this though, Unity, like, have you ever, or is, is I think, so I think you like about taking time off, right? Like when we moved from, I was living outside of, it was in New York city or just outside of New York city. And we moved to Dublin, Ireland. And we felt like we had permission for the first time. Like she works in a big bank and I was working in pharmaceuticals at the time. But when we came to Europe, we felt like we had permission to take time off. And I don't know, do you feel that way, Eugene? Or do you like, no. I'm, you know, it's been like 10 years now, almost in Europe. Right. So I don't remember how it was. Um, and to me, I mean, I'll be, I'll be frank with you guys. Like I've been just, on and I actually remember one of my most viral LinkedIn posts that was like almost Gary Vaynerchuk numbers is when I said <laughs> publicly, I'm taking off. There's an awesome team behind me and next to me and in front of me, and I'm not a blocker. And this thing went viral, right? So my point is a little bit like there's a, right. always a balance. And only about a couple of years back, I decided like you need to actually take a break. Right. So I, I don't know if it's a Europe thing. I think. I mean, you know, you're on the ground in U.S., but I actually think that that mentality is changing in U.S. too a bit. I hope. Yeah. And now it's like what it, everybody's on all the time and everybody's not everybody, but a lot of people at home. Um, so it's like. It's interesting what you're saying, because what is taking time off? If if you're doing things you love, you know, that can be rejuvenating, but right. Now, one of the things that happens to me is I'll, I'll go take a walk or a hike or go to the beach and all of a sudden I my mind starts exploding with innovative ideas. I solve problems. I, it's like all right. of a sudden. So it you think you're taking time off and you're kind of all of a sudden freeing up your yourself to be more right. productive. Yeah, yeah. So I, I go uh, and then I, I want to dive in a little bit more into startup health, but I, I go uh, running now, right? Uh, I kind of picked it back up again and I either go to focus on something because I'm in the zone and I'm like, all right, this, this problem that I want to just solve and I'm to myself or the other way around, I constantly say I'm going for a run to just free my mind. And of course, then I come back and I kind of wish I had Neuralink, right? That would just like suck, <laughs> suck all the crazy ideas that as I'm running. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, I told you one of my ideas was, was, uh, what was it kind of like a capsule around your head? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like a Siri, like, or a Alexa on your head, you could just talk to it and shoot the idea into it. <laughs> we'll get there. We will get there. So. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure in the startup health portfolio, which you know, your coach is also part of, um, for full disclosure to everyone, um, very excited about your coach would, uh, would love to actually hear what you guys are seeing on the front lines. And I know we're not allowed to say the, the word, but, um, I think, 
I believe that you guys kind of been saying you and Steve like decades happen, right? Or not or nothing happened for decades and now things just happen. I don't know the term you use it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's happening with the startups and it's an extraordinary moment. I mean, um, when we set out with startup health, it was started as a 25 year plan. And back in March, what we started to see in, in the, even the first few weeks was decades of progress happened in, in weeks. Um, and that trend has really, really continued. We've seen, there's all these macro things happening at the same time. And I, I, so it's not just a pandemic world. Um, it's five or six or seven things that are happening. First of all, just the concept that health is now the number one universal topic right. globally on everyone's mind. Um, and whether it's in business or in your personal life or whatever, just the concept of health. Um, right. And, and, we're now in this new, we call it an AC world. It's BC and AC now. Um, so everything is through this new lens of, a, of an AC world. Yeah. And I think that that's significant. You know, the, the concept that demand has... I, sorry, started, I'm, I'm going to interrupt. Was it, is it also BT and AT before Trump and after Trump? But there we go. That's... Well, that's one of the big things too. I mean, we're, there's a new political landscape and, yeah. and um, yes, that happened in the US, but everyone I've talked to overseas in the past few days, it's like, it, there's a sigh of relief um, in, in a lot of ways globally. Um, so I think the implications of that are um, still to be determined, but we know from the new administration's uh, speeches already that health, healthcare, cancer, Alzheimer's, these types of issues, um, post-pandemic, uh, pandemic response, are going to be a priority. And and we saw that during the Obama administration, what that meant, you know, what that meant for innovation, what that meant for entrepreneurs. Um, so there's just this wave of of transformation, but I would say the most significant things we started to see very quickly within across our portfolio was not just the fund funding and fundraising that's been kind of accelerating for the past 10 years, but adoption of yeah. digital health solutions overnight went to a new level. So we all know about things like telehealth and virtual care, where in a health system going from 2% to 80, 90% adoption, um, that is having a profound effect because everyone's habi becoming habituated to the innovation that's been around for 10 years. They're now using it. Physicians are using it. Systems are using it. Consumers are using these solutions and getting used to the way we're using Zoom now, um, you're for the first time using and adopting these things and that's translating down to faster sales cycles, um, new adoption of, of solutions. And, and I think that will bring a big wave of, of innovation as a result.
And, but that, how does that all translate to in like, in terms of the pitches that are coming at you and the ones you're choosing to invest in? Cause you're still, are you still pretty early? You're still early. You're still kind of, um, we general. have, yeah, we got 350 companies in our portfolio from 26 countries, um, ranging from two people in a, a garage or a lab all the way to a series C stage company. So right. Every, were you with those Series C all the way through? Is that why you're with them, or did you do you do you still tend to, tend to enter early? We tend to enter early and then grow and develop for as long as it takes, which is usually a long time. Um, and it, it's it's an interesting point because one of the trends we're seeing is there's almost a a, a tale of two cities. There there's those that are thriving. And those that are recalibrating and, and needing to recalibrate swiftly. Um, right. In some cases, full on pivots. In other cases, what do we do? Um, so there's those that are thriving and, and anything in virtual care, telehealth, um, obviously anything that's pandemic response related um, is tending to thrive. Those organizations that already were embedded with a big customer base or expanding that. Um, but there's also a lot of challenges with, with uh, people breaking through the noise, um, right. trying to figure out, wow, do, uh, do I need to go to a new type of customer? Hey, I'm selling in the school systems. What do I do? Schools are closed, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of real-time recalibration. Um, what, what I'm seeing is those, those startups, those organizations that think of innovation and in, I call it streaming innovation, where they're, they're basically just flowing at every 24 hours at this point is almost a new right. evolution from, it's like a year happening in, <laughs> in a day. Twilight um, zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boom, boom, I've boom. never felt like I've never felt more productive or more innovative or more, you know, kind of idea generating. And I see it within my team and, and it's like this plethora, it's like the it, 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 abundance of opportunity. And I'm spending a lot of my time, which is un, unlike me trying to refocus and refocus and refocus. It's that's like, that's because none of us are traveling. <laughs> We're staying put. There's so many hours and hours and hours saved. Thank you. Yeah, that we're thinking all the time, and that yeah, we're, we're now just—I mean, yeah. you know—I would think on a plane too, right? But it's just—I right. I mean, there's just so much time now. Yeah, but Fantastic. and I think I mean, you, Unity, when you're when you're looking at that, like, so that must bring a different level of stress, like you say, like, like I wonder, like, take take like Eugene and, and you guys working with, um, you know, uh, Marina and Eugene on, on your coach, the, you know, so you've got very established, you know, you got people established with a real purpose and kind of going at it, are are the entrepreneurs going to tend to be much older with like, you know, 10, 20 years of experience now? Because it's Who are you calling is... old? <laughs> <laughs> old man. We, we got, yeah, I mean, we love serial entrepreneurs. We got about a third of our portfolio serial entrepreneurs. Okay. Um, they tend to do really well. Um, and there's also a lot of doctorpreneurs entering. Mm -hmm. Space. That's kind of been a trend developing the last few years. Um, clinicians, people with 
health backgrounds. Um, right. A lot of awesome people coming from the industry side of things, like Eugene was, you know, doing all sorts of innovation at Big Pharma and, and now innovating um, in, in the kind of early stage innovation space. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, to have that kind of understanding of from the, the industry, the big industry, and then translate that. How do you over. poke a bear? <laughs> there you go. Without, without <laughs> um, because you, you see where the, the roadblocks are, you see where the challenges are and, and the, where the rubber hits the road. Yeah. That was so, a poke. Poke, poke. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> um, something you said around just uh, diving back a little bit into the administration, which, uh, you know, still obviously shaky, but we've already seen the pandemic response. Um, you know, Atul Gawande was named uh, to the pandemic response. Wait, he's been saying pandemic. Is pandemic not a word that we can say either? Pandemic. I was, I was, he, he captivated me with the pitch or whatever. So I wasn't listening. You know, I didn't notice. I just, all right, you. fine. <laughs> um, the, you know, the thingy that's going on, but anyway, I just, you know, a, a little side note. So I'm watching, uh, Biden's, um, pretty empowering speech, right. Uh, as the network's cold. Um, and then I'm looking at the stage and I see Mr. Howard crying walking off. Yes. <laughs> so I like zoomed in. Are you ever going to see the guy, uh, at startup health? You know, Howard is extraordinary. So Howard Krein is our, our chief medical officer. Um, he was on stage uh, because he's the son-in-law of, of Joe Biden. Um, he's just this extraordinary, he's, he's like a true um, physician. He's still practicing. Um, he's a head and neck cancer surgeon at, at Thomas Jefferson University. So that he is focused most of his time working with patients. Um, and then he gets to spend a lot of time with, with startups and, and really, um, and has done for the past decade um, in really providing that clinician's perspective, um, which has been invaluable to us. Um, so yeah, I, you know, we get to see him once a week or so, but he, he's busy with patients or, or on stage somewhere. Uh, <laughs> But it's it's really it's really great to to see um, and learn from him as well, and learn from the clinician's perspective. Um, and and he's very optimistic about where things are going and and the future of health and and um, really what's what's coming over the you know down down the pike here for big things like cancer and Alzheimer's and and chronic disease and, and these things. I mean, there's, there's a lot of optimism. I know in the world today, we tend to get, you know, there's all this day-to-day -day influx of, of challenges, but at the same time, there's a lot of progress being made. I mean, just this whole story with, um, and I know we don't want to use the, the C word, but how about the V word vaccine? Um, all right, oh, I and, like it. And, the two, the husband and wife team from BioNTech, you know, yeah. started two years ago, an upstart. 
um, working with Pfizer, but an upstart really bringing their innovation to the table. That saving, is saving humanity. You know, I, saving humanity. I, I think this is all, I'm sorry, Jim, but this is all coming down to husband and wife teams, right? Yeah. Unity. Yeah. We, we just, go. we just had a, a review, uh, you know, for our symposium. We, uh, and thank you for that connect with Dean and Ann Ornish, right? They're doing great st things in lifestyle medicine, BioNTech. Jim, you, you got to get Emmy into, uh, into Health Beacon. Yeah, she, she'll, yeah, she'll outmaneuver me 10 different ways. You know, I got to. Hey, you always want to bring somebody on board that's better than you, right? That's the lesson number one. I, don't, I just couldn't afford her. You know, <laughs> I love your episode where you guys had the families on and your kids oh, came yeah. on and your wives were on. That, that was a great one. You yeah, that got one of the best, the most views. I can't get it. We, we, we took it down to that much. Um, we married up and they're much better looking than us. That was, the <laughs> you know, anytime we bring our, our better halves on, I think they did some episode uh, appearances here and there. It just, it spikes up. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, at the beginning, because, you know, Unity, at the beginning, we were doing this, we would do little um, kind of viewing parties with the family because we were just getting a kick out of it. You know, so we were just critiquing. They, they pretty much were mocking me and Eugene, you know. Our families were in critique. Well, plus, they probably all have huge social followings. They can just amplify what, what you guys are doing. And, and there you go. All of a sudden, you've got massive distribution there with the whole family. You yeah. know, the, the funny thing is, actually, uh, not so much Adina, my older one, but the younger one, Shane's uh, friends, actually comment to her. They actually watch us, Jim. Really? Yeah. 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 So, you know, we got that demographic covered. <laughs> so, so you can tell the social, the social situation now is really desperate that they have to watch us. You know, what? we were, I think we were called the Muppets at one stage, right? What was that? that was oh, the I don't even remember what we've been called, man. <laughs> like we should actually transcribe the shit out of all of the, uh, the episodes. Okay, but, but you got to give me the, the, the read here though. So, so I've actually found, you know, without, which is being apolitical, but, but political in the same breath <laughs> is I, I found that in the, in the States, that there's been a lot of good activity, like we, we like with our with Health Beacon, with my technology, we've got a lot of little nice little pathways that are happening, like around Medicare, remote patient monitoring codes, like around you know FDA breakthrough status, and like all it's like a lot of it, the digital health, um, you know, kind of whatever. There's a lot of good kind of pathways and acceleration there. And so, what happens now? What do you think changes? What's the pr prediction? I I think there's been, just look at like the, both the regulatory environment as well as the payment. Those are two other things where there's been a lot of progress recently, um, where just basic things where a, another company that, that started around when we did was American Well. And- Yeah, and Roy. <laughs> yes, and the, the two brothers there founded that. Uh, seeing them run around and they were trying to do, you know, 50 different states, 50 different regulatory hurdles and, and seeing um, some of that landscape change and be more streamlined, both in the US, but also globally in some cases has been and will continue to be transformative. Um, right. The payment reimbursement. Um, I mean, the fact that most there, there weren't like reimbursement for things like telehealth before is is just nuts. So you start to see um, that change. And that's really, you know, when the payment models change and reimbursement changes and 
adoption layered in, that's where the real innovation starts to translate to impact. And that's what's exciting. So I think we're certainly in the US, we're seeing a lot of that. Uh, But I would say there's signs in our portfolio where there's a lot of global progress being made. Um, And I think the regulatory aspect's gonna continue to accelerate in the, hopefully the new administration. So I know we haven't, you know, somehow all the roads always led us to some JPM related bar. And I know we've talked a little bit about this uh, before, Jim, but I'm actually curious to get here from Unity because when I heard JPM, right, it's like I heard the suits and kind of the more typical, which is nothing wrong with that. That's driving the, the, the economy and outcomes. But then when you hear digital health, you automatically pretty much associated doing JPM startup health. Where are you guys head? I mean, obviously it's not happening in, in a physical format. Um, just thoughts, any hints yeah. for our audience? We're doing a <clears throat> um, couple of things. One, we're gonna do a health transformer week during the same week as JPM. It's gonna be virtual and it's gonna have a, a focus theme every single day. Um, it's not gonna be one of these sit in front of your computer for 12 hours and watch Zoom, you know, um, there's going to be short um, virtual programming each of the five days, and that's Health Transformer Week. And then we're going to try to do something a little different, um, which is trans- translate the festival to be an ongoing thing throughout the year. So what does that mean? It, we're, we're starting to do things like monthly short virtual showcases, 60 minutes in and out um, kind of virtual programming um, and really just translate the best parts of the festival that can be conducive to a virtual world. And just why make it, constrain it to one week, just continue it on through the year. And then once we're all meeting in real life again, we're gonna have the biggest damn party you guys have ever seen. Um, so we're, we're gonna, try to keep keep the things going um but we're going to kick off in early january with health transformer week okay and are you missing the because you because you i you know i I, we haven't really got to know each other that that well over the years but i've certainly seen you you're at a lot of events are you missing you know like eugene is (laughs) yeah i you know i miss i miss being around people you know in real life um you know it's so much of building an ecosystem and innovation is around the relationships and and the things that happen when you're walking down the corridor together or sitting at lunch or or whatever so i definitely miss that um but there's a lot of other benefits like i'm just trying to look at the positive uh aspects of of this time frame i love being home at dinner with my family i love spending walking my kids to school in the morning i like not being on an airplane um i i love a lot of those things but i do miss the the conference circuit i mean there was like 10 things every year i just really looked forward to um in fact frontier things a month no yeah. 10 things a month <laughs> well i did 10 things a month i didn't i only looked no, forward I, no. I know. <laughs> the uh frontiers conference in berlin um i'm gonna be speaking at that on 
Friday. Tomorrow, tomorrow, man, or Friday. Yeah, we, we before we let you in, we we pimped out Frontiers.health earlier. So we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that was one that I met. Like I always like to be in in real life, in in person. Um, right. JPM week. That was that was like the kickoff to the year for us. I I, I miss that. Um, but we'll be we'll get back there soon soon enough. So just trying to use this time as productively as possible and and spend as much time with our my family as possible too. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. So on on the I'm I'm the I'm the negative Nancy with the timekeeping. <clears throat> Can you believe that, Unity? You're on time. How much we, time do we have? Uh, you know, we try to keep it between 30 we we always aim for 30 minutes, but it just never it never works for 30 minutes. <laughs> so we're 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 good. Um so on that note, uh really appreciate your let appearance. Give, let maybe give one like like for the for the the startup, like the one piece yeah. of advice since you see so many startups coming through and like in terms of like what to focus on right now. How what are you thinking? Um I think staying in the game, you know. Um just to to ride it out, stay in the game, recalibrate, deep breaths. Like it's so many things are moving and changing and dynamic and and and, and moving so quickly that the whole key right now is to just persevere through it right. and keep in the game through it, and then. Okay coming out on the other side, you're going to win. You know, one of my favorite books um, for entrepreneurship is called The Dip by Seth Godin. Highly, yeah. highly recommend The Dip. Um, and basically it talks about the, the roller coaster and the peaks and valleys and, and many entrepreneurs, they, they love going up the roller coaster and then goes down and then starts to go down and then they quit somewhere down here but there's another peak after that, and you just gotta ride it up. I don't know. Um, like in the typical roller coaster, that's when you get the high, though. You know, when you go down like really fast. <laughs> right. And then, <laughs> and, they, and then they quit somewhere at the bottom. It's going back up, and they're so sick and tired and whatever, and then scared yeah. of the next one. Um, but awesome. just perseverance, you know, just riding it out and and staying in the game would be my number one advice because. The future, this, and sorry, I know we're running low on time, but I mean, this it, is just the beginning. Like, right. I, we started 15 years ago. Like, this is day one still of, of where health innovation is going. This is not even um, the beginning of what's, of where things are going. I mean, you were talking about Neuralink and, and beaming stuff up. I mean, that's where we're going. We're, we're going to a, a whole nother realm but that's going to take time so yeah a lot of progress was made over the last eight months um yep. decades of progress but we're going to see that exponential acceleration and the next 10 years are going to be extraordinary for everyone who's who's in the game love it so <laughs> I, I i appreciate i love the dip um, I added it. I, I've heard about it. And actually, just this morning, I listened to one of the later podcasts, Tim Ferriss podcast, right, with Seth Godin on it. And okay. out of the almost two hours, that was a long one. 
the one thing I picked out what he said, and I think this is kind of echoing a little bit uh, unity. He said, especially to entrepreneurs, what would you do even if you knew that you would fail it? Like what would drive you, right? Um, right. And, and I think that's what separates, you know, people that like, fuck, I really, really want to do this and try it, right? So, right. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Right. That's great. This is great. It ties into Lee Shapiro from last week, right? The digital health superpowers. So we're getting, we're getting high-end motivational stuff here. So <laughs> it's great. This is the time, people. Well, you guys are awesome. I, I, I love the perspective you guys bring. Like I said, you keep it real, you make it fun, and you provide a lot of insights for people. So I'm glad you guys are doing this, uh, this show. Awesome. Thanks, man. And, and thanks for having subscribe me. Subscribe button, people. Yeah. Hit it. Uh, cool. Cheers. <laughs>